Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. We are talking about star children. We are familiar with star seeds and star beings. And in this episode, we learn about star children and what our personal, individual, and collective roles are in supporting these beautiful beings on the planet. My guest today works to guide and teach these beautiful star children and assist all of us in doing so as well. Cynthia Starborn is a channel for the children. She works with the Akashic Records. She is a soul guide and a teacher and also a minister of conscious evolution. Welcome Cynthia Starborn to Quantum Conversations. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much, Lauren, for the invitation. I'm just delighted to be with all of you. This is such a timely, beautiful topic. We are talking about the evolution of humanity, and we know that the new children coming on the planet are so very, very special. And I honor you for really creating this space to honor the children, all children, and really empower them for a great future. Before we get there and talk about who the star children are and why they are here, let's talk about Cynthia. You are trained in Akashic Records of Soul Clearing, and you have your personal story of awakening. What happened on your journey? Did this happen across your lifetime, or were there any catalytic events that led you to this awakening and to stepping into this mastery of you? Well, thank you. Yes, it's been quite a journey, I would say. I came onto the planet uh, pretty shut down as far as my gifts and, and soul purpose are concerned. I, I came in with a bit of uh, playing small energy, and so I just kind of tried to fit into my family and fit into the church and fit into the school. And um, I did have a few experiences, though, that were definitely um, kind of seeds that something larger was going to unfold. I do have a brother who has special needs, who is virtually nonverbal, and I was always able to communicate with him and to know what he was trying to express without words. And now I look back at that and realize, oh, that's telepathy. At the time, I didn't really know I was doing it. Um, but now I can see how that um, experience of growing up with somebody who isn't using words but is communicating in another way is a very formative experience for me in terms of working with the children today who um, many of whom are being you know diagnosed with speech delays or whatnot but they actually are communicating on another level that we can tune into um, so anyway you know other than if, you know some experiences that I can look back on and say oh yeah there were some some seeds uh, within me of, of what was to come uh, really it was when I um, moved out to California. I got a degree in transpersonal psychology, and I was out here in the San Francisco Bay Area, which is just like a, a mecca for the metaphysical community. Mm -hmm. I really had this awakening start 
uh, and accelerate then. Um, and I'm just so grateful to everybody who was holding space for that. So at, at that time that I became connected uh, with the Akashic Records, with um, soul families, and just with all sorts of uh, openings to higher dimensions and, and conscious awareness, and it really transformed everything for me. And uh, whatever part of me was... Uh, playing small and trying to fit into the tribe before, I realized that in order for me to be who I'm here to be, I, I need to step into a larger uh, version of myself and uh, really be tuning in and tapping into all of the uh, star families, soul families that I'm here to connect with uh, to serve the people I'm here to serve. And what I particularly took from all of that is uh, realizing, wow, wouldn't it have been wonderful uh, if I could have been exposed to all of this when I was a child? I mean, I want to honor my journey, and I certainly uh, uh, appreciate how it ultimately unfolded. And yet there's this part of me that's like, wow, if, if I could uh, bring all the skills and awarenesses that I had as an adult to the children from the moment they're being born, you know, what a shift that could make so that, um, you know, children can, can just be nurtured and supported from the start and being, you know, who they really are at that deep level. So that's part of my mission and purpose now is to really provide that support in as many ways as I can. Oh, that is so beautiful, Cynthia, and we thank you so much. We talk of new earth all the time, and as we look outside and see the old earth crumble, right, the old paradigm crumble, the old ways of being, that which does not have integrity, we create the new, and this really does involve the children as well being authentic in ourselves and doing what you did, stepping into a larger version of yourself, then looking towards the future, and that is this place for the children. I'm just so excited to see this support out there, and we're going to talk all about what it is that you do. All right, so you knew from your own experience this connection to soul family. I find that fascinating because... I was told to go find my soul family, oh my goodness, about 15 years ago. And that led me a little further along in my process as well. And so isn't that fascinating? We connect with star family. Mm. And we've been talking about star beings and star family and star seeds. I want to go back and talk about the experience with your brother and the telepathy. As you look back in hindsight, how did you pick up? Was it a sensing with your brother? Did you hear or did you see energy? What was that like to actually understand or comprehend what he was feeling or needing? Well, for myself, it was primarily a sensing, um, just sort of an inner sense of knowing. Uh, and I do believe that um, we can telepathically communicate and pick up information on a lot of different ways, and it can be different for each person. Uh, that's something actually that I'm exploring now because I'm starting to actually teach about telepathy in in, um, uh, in classes. So, so people can uh, pick up telepathic information through hearing words in their head or through seeing pictures or through sensing things. Um, there are a lot of different modalities. Uh, for myself at the time, I think it was primarily a sensing. And I will say that for my older brother, he and I have a strong connection. We go back to past lives. So um, the soul level connection was definitely already there uh, uh, before coming into this uh, in Earth incarnation. And so soul to soul, I believe we were able to communicate in that way. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Let's talk a little bit about star family. We need to connect to star family. Many hearts are feeling this as well. Let's talk about that star family. What does that mean to you as a definition? Sure. Well, first of all, I want to uh, give credit to Susan Taylor Shire, who has uh, a book out called Soul Mastery, and she does describe uh, different uh, soul families as she describes them. So really what I'm uh, doing, for some reason, the word star family just uh, is something that I resonate with very strongly. So I'm using that word, but I want to just give uh, credit uh, to Susan for the work she did that has really uh, laid the foundation for what I'm doing uh, with the children. Uh, in any case, uh, when I say star family, I'm really referring to uh, the fact that for many of us who are here on, um, on this conscious awakening path, we have had 
lifetimes in other star systems, worlds, and dimensions, and we're still, we still have a connection to that. Uh, we may consciously have let go of that connection a little bit, but we can still reinstate it. And, um, it's in those other star systems, worlds, and dimensions that we've often developed gifts that we are really here to share. So by awakening that connection, uh, we can first of all have a sense of belonging, like, oh yes, I, I, I connect with this, this star family that really, really gets me. And also, oh yeah, and I've developed this gift that now I can share here on planet Earth. So it can really be a catalyst for um, unlocking our own sense of purpose and calling in this lifetime when we connect with our star family. That is very interesting. One would then ask, what are the steps to do that? I guess we do know when we meet. And I know so many are meeting over the Internet. Mm. Yeah, well, I would say Star Family can really have uh, several different uh dimensions to it. Uh, we can be referring to the beings in our star family who are not currently in a body, uh, but who are from uh, the spirit realm. And we can also be referring to those uh, beloved beings from that star system who are in body now. And so um, when we have you know, a star family reunion, it really includes both uh, when we connect to the people who are uh, here with us in body, uh, sharing that connection from the star system and also to the, the beings on the other side who are, who are also here to support us. And in terms of, of establishing that connection, how to, how to go about it, um, you know, we can certainly do um, a process of conscious intention, you know, set, setting the intention when you wake up in the morning, you know, I'd really like to connect with my star family. And just like you would in any meditation, just set aside some time to just open up and uh, be available for that connection, however it shows up for you. Uh, you know, the beings on the other side, so to speak, can only come in when we ask, because it's a free will universe. But if we set the intention and actually call them in, then they can start showing up for us in ways uh, that we might not otherwise have expected. Uh, and then we can also say, you know, I'd like to also set the intention of connecting with my star family in body and just uh, watch where we are guided to go. So these are our guides as well in the non-physical. Some are non-physical, and then we can connect with those embodied. Exactly, yeah. Incarnated. All right. So with that conscious intention, right? And so we know that lightworkers around the world are finding that at this time it is really important to get together and to gather. And so that's how that's going to come together too. I know in my own life I can set an intention and it's amazing to see what pops up when I go to Google something, for example. And so that's what you mean about being available, being available, staying open to receive the insight connections. Yes, yes. And also, you know, we have to address any inner part of us that may have had a story coming onto this planet of, oh, oh, I'm just all alone here and nobody gets me and, you know, whatnot. Um, if we're, if we're operating from that story, we're going to have a hard time meeting the people who really do get us. So we have to, uh, make a conscious shift of, um, you know, I'm going to put my focus on the beings out there who, who, um, who get me. I know there are, they're there. And, um, and I know that I'm not here to do this this uh, journey alone. I know that I'm here to do it as a collective. And as we make that shift vibrationally into uh, welcoming in that collective and uh, just sort of knowing it's there, then by law of attraction, it can show up. Beautiful. I really honor you for stepping up your role as well. And so we are talking about star children. This is your mission now. Share with us your insight on the star children. Sure. When I use the word star children, I am referring to those children who come in um, from other star systems and planets and dimensions. And uh, really what's fascinating about uh, this generation and the generations coming in is that it's, it's now the majority of souls coming onto the planet who are from other star systems and dimensions. It didn't used to always be that way. Um, uh, the numbers uh, started out relatively small, so to speak, and have grown and really in, in uh it's really due to the fact that so many light workers on the planet now have been doing their work um, to, you know, increase our vibration that we're able to call in more and more of these uh, star beings to be with us. So um, uh, if we may have had a sense in the past of being a, a minority, actually that is definitely shifting <laughs> when we look at the, at the generations coming up. So, um, so the star children really are here in, in such a high numbers to be with us and to support mm -hmm. us in this, in this path of uh, evolutionary awakening. 
I know there's so many who do feel alone, as you mentioned. When we do increase our vibration, someone on our show recently mentioned that unique random acts of kindness actually work to help awaken the people on the planet experiencing the random unusual act of kindness but also that's a beacon and it gets the attention of off-planet non-physical beings mm. yeah i love that because you know a random act of kindness is uh, it's really in, in sharing sharing a way of sharing love and um when we're in the vibration of love, we're, we're really getting back to the original divine blueprint for this planet. We're designed to be living based on love and light at all times, and at all times, and to be sharing it with everybody. Um, and so, I um, I do believe that as we just uh, uh, decide to, to share our love in in fun and surprising and exciting ways that feel good to us, uh, it's a way of of spreading out that vibrational wave of love that creates the new earth. And that can also call in more beings who are like, yeah, this is an exciting place to be. Let me let me contribute to that love that's here. That's a great perspective because it is all in the name of love and amplifying the light and the love of the planet. Let's talk a little bit about the ways that we can work with the star family and actually in support of the children. You know, when we talk with others about metaphysical topics, we cannot talk about ETs when we're talking to people who are just beginning to open their hearts, right? Right. I mean, it, it probably takes time. And so how do you do that? How do you make that bridge with the children? Well, uh, that's actually, it's, it's a good question. I feel like the first step is always our vibrational modeling. So if mm -hmm. I walk into a room of children and I'm really in tune with my star families, vibrationally that message is going out. And uh, the children are picking up on something. Even if they don't have words for it, we are still communicating on that vibrational level. So I would say that's always the first place to start. Start with our vibration, be modeling what we intend to share, and know that our message is getting across. Um, also, a lot of the children are you know, very in touch with these um, uh, parallel dimensions, uh, which I'm also connected to. Uh, they're very connected to this, these realms of infinite possibility and magic. So when we just go in and to a room of children and, and um, are open to the magic that can unfold, open to the possibilities that can unfold. Um, it's, it's kind of spreads that, that message that, yeah, all these, you know, delightful realms that you're connected with out there in the universe, you can enjoy them here too. And I see that and I enjoy it and I appreciate it. So, um, so I guess that would be an additional step is also, um, in addition to sending out that vibration of, uh, being in touch with our star families, star connections, other worlds and dimensions is also sending out an, like an I see you message, which you can send out telepathically, um, you know, but to really be in that space of not only do I see my own uh, connections to star families, but I see yours too. Um, and all that can happen without words, but just to be, you know, looking in the children's eyes, uh, you know, heart to heart, soul to soul, sending that message, I see you and I so appreciate you for being here. Um, it automatically creates a larger quantum space from which to create from. Yes, it does. And I love it because the, the random act of kindness, that is the vibration. And so when we start with the vibration and we model it, it empowers the children to do so as well. And then it's, it's no longer a question of ETs or aliens. This is parallel dimensions where angels and star connections and other non-physical beings or higher density beings other realms exist. So I love that. Yes, and I think it's it's important that we uh, are mindful of the language that we use. I know that, you know, uh, uh, I mean, aliens, it's definitely a word that, you know, has already been created and is, uh, is already in use. Um, and that word carries within it the sense of, you know, something fearful, scary out there that's foreign, right? And so what we want to shift into is, you know, not seeing a connection to a star family or a parallel dimension um, or, you know, any type of galactic mm -hmm. consciousness, not seeing that as being alien, but seeing it as being natural. It, it is certainly natural for those of us who have it, and it's becoming uh, the norm, really, for um, for the children on the planet. So we want to, you know, make sure yes. we create space for that. Let's talk a little bit about how we can 
support the children in this. You talk about evolutionary co-leadership. This sounds a lot like New Earth leadership as well. Actually, I want to give credit to uh, Alain Gauthier, who's an evolutionary thinker who talks a lot about uh, evolutionary co-leadership. And the way that I define it from a soul perspective is that uh, it's using our soul power to create from love and light and to expand from uh, love and light in ways that are co-creative, that we're leading with others as opposed to going by the paradigm of, of leading over others or having power over others. And part of that, you know, supporting the evolution is bringing in more love and light uh, and expanding it in all these magnificent ways. Yes, it's leading with others. And we were talking about looking out at the world and seeing what could be chaotic if you're tuned into the news and that false sense of our reality. So this is using our soul power to create from love and light and to expand it. That is new earth. Yes, yes. It's definitely, you know, uh, getting back to the paradigm of how life is intended to be on the planet, This, you know, the new earth as you're mentioning. And um, and doing it with others, you know, really bringing it forward uh, in community, uh, in a collective. Right. We are really shifting into a perspective of unity consciousness or 5D consciousness where there is no competition. We are leading with others. We do not see each other as competition, but co-collaborators or conscious collaborators. Yeah, exactly. Because when we come from that perspective, each uh, person can have their unique contribution and, uh, and we can love it. And it can all be, you know, a delightful contribution to the whole. And um, again, that's the way to get, get beyond competition into collaboration, as you mentioned, is just loving what each individual can bring forward uh, and contribute to our, uh, our diverse wholeness. I'd like to just touch bases a little bit more about um, evolutionary co-leadership and why it's important in our uh, connection uh, between adults and children. Because there has been a an old paradigm, I would say, of, you know, the adults know everything. The children need to learn it all from us. Um, the, adults has the, ha- the adults have the power and the children have to just, you know, do what the adults say. Uh, and when we're coming from that perspective of evolutionary co-leadership, there's an awareness that, you know, Everybody can grow and expand from the interaction. Uh, so, you know, parents and teachers can expand from their interaction with the children, and children can expand from their interaction with the parents and teachers. Uh, and we can all really teach each other in many ways. So I just wanted to uh, circle back and bring that in because I feel like that is part of what can um, be supportive to uh, the children is when we're holding that perspective of um, not just what can I teach them, but what can they teach us. <laughs> yes, because they are connected to those realms. I know kids who were tuned into fairies, and I've spoken to many who had these abilities to see energy or auras or angels, and they had to shut that down. And so we can imagine and we can vision what that world is like when when those kids are fully supported that way then and not trained or programmed to shut them down. Right, yeah, and I don't don't know that we ever truly have to shut it down. I mean, it, it is always a sole choice, but definitely there are, um, there's a way in which we can have a profound influence if we are actually providing external support, uh, to these gifts, you know, of, of connecting with fairies and whatnot coming forward. So, um, we, we're always at choice no matter what age we're at, uh, in terms of, of how we stay connected to our gifts. And yet, um, definitely part of creating a conscious community is, is, um, setting up all the structures that will support that and make it even easier to stay connected. Yes, and it really is about setting up a conscious community. So when we look at creating new earth and setting up conscious communities, and what is your suggestion implementing this into our schools or ways to get it out on a real mainstream level? I would say it's we always have to start um, where we're at. <laughs> so... Um, First, the important thing is to, you know, for adults to be modeling it, to be sharing it with the children, you know, in their lives. Uh, in terms of getting the message out in more and more ways, I do hold the intention of creating more videos because I think video is a profound way uh, that's very accessible. Um, but I think we just have to also 
everything is created one step at a time. You know, the, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So, um, you know, what's important is everybody who is listening to this call to tune into what you can do to share um, whatever messages you are inspired to share with the children in your life and, and also with the people that you know that are working with children, and it can kind of branch out from there, too. And we do it in service, and we just start. We put one foot in front of the other and just begin doing it, and it does uh, empower us, and it expands from there. And I agree with you. Video is very powerful, and it's beautiful, the world that we're in right now, where anybody can go create a YouTube channel. So when we use it in the right way, it is very powerful. Okay. Now, you do some work with the Akashic Records, and you help your clients and parents work with their children and themselves in understanding the Akashic Records. How would you advise people to tune in to the Akashic Records? Well, I would say that there's a process of of connecting, and I actually have a, a whole class on it. Overall, it's, you know, connecting with the Akashic Records. It's similar to connecting with guides, guardians, and teachers. It's, you know, it's being in a space of pure love and light and setting the intention of connecting uh, to this dimension called the Akashic Records. Um, of course, we have to, along the way to do that, we have to clear out any beliefs we might have that it's not safe to connect to these higher dimensions, that something bad will happen if we connect to them. So there's also, you know, experiential processes um, when I should teach the class that I would guide people through. But overall, I would say, you know, if, if you're interested in, in tuning into the Akashic Records, you know, set the intention, be in that space of pure love and light. And, um, you know, intention is powerful. And um, and tune into what unfolds the way that you would un- tune into, you know, asking for support from guides, guardians, and teachers as well. The information can come through in all sorts of different ways because spirit speaks to us often in that, that figurative language. Uh, uh, that, you know, language of uh, maybe seeing a vision or hearing something or sensing something in your body or just knowing something. So, yes, being open to all the ways in which spirit can communicate with us. And so being open means to trust and have the link of trust that what you're getting is real. Can you talk a little bit about the trust aspect and how do you how are you certain with the trust that, that you can trust what you see or get? Sure. Well, um, what takes... Uh, something from trust to knowing, uh, bringing what we're receiving into our heart um, and into our belly and really feeling how does this feel. If something that, if a message that we're receiving is really in alignment with us and we feel it, um, you know, in our heart and we feel it in our gut, there'll be like a, a sense of rightness. This feels right. Um, if it doesn't feel right, though, it's not aligned with us. So, um, you know, it's kind of like allowing our inner... Um, our inner heart, our inner belly to be like our, our, our guide in this sense. So if you bring something in and you get like a little nervous, a little jumpy or jittery, that's something to be aware of then. Yeah, I mean, what's, um, what we have to be uh, really mindful of is uh, that when we, when we, you know, spirit is always here to expand us. They, they, spirit always wants more love, more light to, in our world. So if we get a message from spirit, there's going to be a sense of, um, uh, expansion of like, oh wow, that's gonna help create more of what I really want in my life. Um, at the same point in time, uh, moving forward into having more of what I really want in my life might trigger some old fears of, mm-hmm. uh, oh gosh, uh, if I allow myself to play big, what's gonna happen? Or if I allow myself to have what I really want, what's gonna happen? So, uh, it could be that right behind that sense of rightness, there is a fear that comes up. <laughs> right. And so we do have to kind of work with that too. But if we really have that that initial sense of rightness, then, you know, when the fear comes in, we can also bring that fear into our heart and bring it into a space of connection to love and light so we can start to feel um, more connected and more relaxed. Because, you know, these parts of us that are coming up saying, oh, I don't know, I don't know, in reality, they um, there's a part of them that wants to be part of the party. <laughs> um, but... Um, but they're only going to be able to do that if they feel greater connection to love and light. Because, you know, once upon a time, we we, to- we we had an agreement, most likely, that, you know, we were supposed to stay small or not do something uh, of a certain nature that would be outside the tribe. And so, you know, we told these parts of us to, like, you know, make sure I never do that, you know. So they're 
they're trying to do their job, but in reality, if we can help them, give them a new job of um, being more connected to love and light, then they can come along for the ride. Yes, that is the mission, connect to more love and light, amplifying the light on our planet. You've got some beautiful classes for children, and I want to talk about a few of those. All of what we're going to talk about is in your special offer. I'd like to hear how some of these work and your experience with with uh, how they came to you and, and maybe how they've worked with children. There's one called Your Magic Bubble. Yes, yes. Well, um, you know, I, I, for all of these meditations for children, I'm always tuning into what's the language that children will resonate with, um, that will, what's the image that they will resonate with. You know, children are oftentimes very visual. So, you know, a bubble, you know, kids have blown bubbles and whatnot. They know what that looks like and, uh, they can see it as something fun. And so, for your magic bubble, I'm teaching kids to create a magic bubble of love and light around them so that wherever they go, um, they can feel happy and safe and calm and taken care of. And it's something that um, can really help help children to feel like, you know, no matter what's going on out there, they've got something inside of them that they can do, and it will shift things for them. That really is powerful for the children, just to stay very centered and feeling safe and taken care of. And you have one called True Power. So this is very interesting, too especially when we program our kids to go to school and learn things outside of themselves. True power is um, something that is innate. Right, yes. So I feel like, uh, you know, in reality, for creating the new earth, we're, we're all being invited to step into what true power really is and isn't. Um, and so in this class, I, I discuss a little bit what power sometimes may seem to be to children from their perspective, like somebody who's bigger or stronger or older or um, has more money or more toys or, you know, whatever. Um, but then also go into how it really it does come from uh, within us and our, our power to um, to create uh, to create wonderful things in our life. And so I guide them in a meditation to really connect with their true uh, source of power um, actually, we, we connect with power in the universe. We plug into that, and then we bring it into ourselves um, so that we have the power both uh, coming from that true source and also within ourselves. And then uh, the children can radiate that out into their world and uh, be powerful um, in a way that's really genuine. And the results that they're going to see based on this experience of being in that center, in that place of confidence and what their power is, that really is important. It, again, it just gives them such a head start. And it's beautiful because, yes, if we had had this as children, it would have helped. I know it's everyone's journey, but this is really good support for children. Yeah, and I just wanted to add on to that. But I think sometimes children uh, have a sense of feeling powerless uh, in situations. Um, this can help them to tap into the true power that they have in any situation and really shift that. You can just imagine how that would give kids a head start. And they'll be very compassionate for other children as well. And that vibration just shifts the whole scene for others. Right. Another thing is um, you work with fears and how we process those fears. Yes, yes. Well, um, this, will, this will help kids to kind of be able to bring their fears out into the open, uh, you know, whatever they are, whether it's, you know, the feeling of a monster under a bed, which is get real for a child, or, you know, the fear of um, being in certain situations or, you know, whatever it is. Um, that We start by allowing the children space to acknowledge whatever their fears are and then give them a process to uh, connect with a being of love who can really take care of them and help guide them in what to do, um, as well as just simply in, in feeling um, in feeling better. And it's really powerful for kids to know that they're not at the mercy of their fears. There's something they can do about it. And to get a, a being, this being of love that is on their side, that has their back, that's here to, to help them uh, and help them move through in powerful ways. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to see if you could lead us in a little meditation so we could get a feel of what this is like. Great, sure. Well, I think that leadership is a really uh, key concept to anchor uh, in all of us at these times, uh, that we, that rather than wait for somebody else to be the leader, we can each be the leader of our own life. And so, uh, I think I'll, I'll lead us in a, in a guided meditation that, um, that will help to support bringing out our inner sense of leadership. 
So I'll invite everybody uh, who's listening to, if you're in a safe place to do so, please close your eyes, get comfortable, and begin breathing deeply in and out. And begin connecting to a source of pure divine light, whatever that is for you, whether it's the sun or a star, but see yourself connecting to pure divine light. And begin breathing that pure divine light into your heart so you can feel this light filling up your heart, this light that's here to take care of you, to hold you sacred. Begin breathing this pure light into all the cells of your body. Breathe it down to the tips of your toes. Breathe it up to the top of your head. Breathe it into your fingertips. Feel yourself infused with light. And as you are infused with light, glowing with light, I'm going to invite you to put a crown of light above your head. You may think that crowns are just for kings and queens, but you are here to be a leader of light. So I'm going to ask you to place a crown of light above your head. And as you wear this crown, you are a leader of light. You are empowered to make wise choices that help your life move forward with greater love, greater light. You don't have to wait for anybody to do it for you. When you wear this crown, you are the leader of light, the king and queen of light in your world. And when you see something going on outside of you that doesn't look quite right, just tap your crown above your head. And ask for guidance on what a true leader of light would do here. This crown will help you. As it rests above your head, it will help give you divine ideas and inspiration for how to help out in your world, how to be that leader of light. And if you see other people making choices, If you're not sure if you should join them, just touch this crown of light and see where it's guiding you to go. Maybe it will move you more in the direction of what other people are doing, but maybe it will move you in a different direction. Trust your path. Trust where this crown of light is leading you. And if there's a a problem you're having in your life, something you're not sure what to do about, maybe a fear you have, just bring that to this crown of light and let it show you what you as a leader can do to help you. with this crown on your head make a commitment that you're going to keep it there no matter what even though in a minute I'm going to have you 
I'm going to invite you to open your eyes. Promise yourself that you will keep this crown of light on your head to help guide you as a leader always. And now I will invite you to open your eyes with that crown of light still on your head. Look around the room that you're in and feel what it's like to be the king or queen of your life, the leader of your life, based on light. Always. And if you ever forget, just remember you can tap that crown on your head and it will come in stronger to guide you. For you are powerful. You are an incredible being of love and light. You are here to be the king and queen of your life, to be the leader of your life in light always. And so it is. And so it is. That is so empowering. And not just for children. Again, we can see just how this fortifies someone and just strengthens them from within. Yes, we promise to keep the crown of light on us and to touch that crown of light and to trust what it shows us. Yes, yes. It's something that certainly we as adults um, can do first so that we can model that in our interactions with the children. So it's really for all of us, as you said. It's for all of us. So empowering. I love it. And Thank you. that is a nice taste of the meditations that you create for children. And before we say goodbye, I want to just talk a little bit about the courses that you do for parents and for teachers. So all of those who are out there helping the children, whether we are parents or teachers or even neighbors and relatives, and you've got a lengthy course. I love it because you did this in Sedona. And this is supporting the star children and helping us to align with the consciousness of the children of light. Well, this class will really help you with that aspect of vibrational modeling to the children uh, because anything that we want to impart to them, we have to first really, really anchor within ourselves. So uh, we go through a, a, a process of three steps to really get aligned on a soul level with how to co-create uh, with the children. And um, each step involves some talking about it, but a whole lot of experiential processing um, so that we're, you're really in that place of feeling uh, empowered, um, connected to your own star families, and uh, able to embody that uh, so that you can just take that and have that inside of you as you go forth to connect with the children. And um, the course also includes a channeled message from the children of light. That's um, I channel this this group of children that's really connected with uh, the blueprint for planet Earth and how to help uh, really adapt that to the children's needs today. And so there's a message from the children of light that's included um, and also a step at the end for how to get um, clarity on your next step uh, with the children. So often we want to know how to create the whole shebang all at once. We, we have a lot that we want to bring in for the children. Um, and this uh, this class will help you get really clear on what your next step is. And then you can just keep using that process step by step of the journey because uh, one step at a time we, we will get there. Well, it's wonderful that you are connected to your guides and star beings who are assisting you with this information coming forth. And I'm wondering if you have a message from this group for our listeners today. Yes. Uh, let me just tune in uh, just a moment. We greet thee today and we wish to bring in the joyful energy of play. We know there is so much going on that does not seem like play. So many challenging things that have touched your human heart that have made it seem hard to play. And yet, we wish to invite you to feel a warm blanket of love around 
your heart and know that the vibration of play can still be here for you, that you are still allowed to bring forth that innocent child within who can experience joy no matter what. For you as adults listening, it may take an extra step of strength to find the courage to play, the courage to enjoy life. But know that it is important for you're not meant to allow anything, any challenges going on to take away from you your enjoyment of this planet. This is your time. Many of you think you are waiting for something later to happen in creating the new earth. But this is your new earth right now. You're meant to enjoy it right now, along the way. So even though there is much to do, much on the task list, many emails, many folks to connect with, many things to do for the children, still, we invite you to create sacred space for play. It is so much by playing that, in fact, you will create the new earth that you desire for this is meant to be a world of play. And we give you permission to be a delightful player and lover of life right here, right now. And so it is. And so it is. This is new earth right now. And we will create that sacred space for play. So beautiful and inspiring. Thank you for that, Cynthia, and the beings who bring that through you. Oh, you're welcome. It's really such an honor to connect with you, and I want to also honor all the uh, beloved people who are tuning into this call and who are uh, doing such beautiful work to support the children. Just know that everything you are doing is um, is so honored in the universe, and just make sure that whatever you do for the children, you're also doing it for yourself because you, you are meant to enjoy it too. Yes, that's a powerful reminder. And you are supporting all the people who choose to help support the children of our planet. It is beautiful. We've spoken a little of your meditations in your special offer and some of the classes in there. Is there anything else you'd like to mention about that special offer? Sure. Well, um, there is a class on there that's for adults called A Soulful Approach to Children's Safety. And uh, this actually includes uh, five different processes to help you uh, feel more empowered about safety in the world and being safe. And um, this can really help adults. You know, w- you know, we're faced with all sorts of things happening in the news and all sorts of things can help us because uh, it can lead us to potentially not feeling safe. I feel like this class is really important for us to anchor within ourselves so that we can then help the children to feel more safe um, and just know that in addition to all the processes that are included in that class, if you purchase this special offer, the meditations that I've provided for kids will also help them to feel more safe as well. Absolutely. You are doing a beautiful job following the call of your heart, creating new earth with assistance like this, truly in service, and we honor you for that. Thank you so much, Cynthia Starborn. As we say goodbye, any last words? Uh, It's been an honor to be here, and I just want to say that the the star beings of light that are not in body have been joining us here for this conversation, and they are delighted to connect with any of you listening if you want to connect more with the star beings in your life with your if you want to connect more with your star families just reach out and ask um, they are happy to reach out to you so we'll be doing that and we just listen to the response and and just be aware yes exactly just just tune in um, allow the guidance to come through in whatever way works from you whether you see something hear something sense something know something uh, just know that those uh, Star beings are there to support you and to support you and your beautiful work with the children. Beautiful. Cynthia Starborn, thank you, thank you, thank you for this quantum conversation. You're so welcome. And now it's time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
Quantum Conversation, and thank you for dancing with us to the Cosmic Heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all Quantum Conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe, music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Thank you.